0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, June 1st, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand, like podcasts.
0: Here's the latest.
1: A Virginia jury has found both Amber Heard and ex-husband Johnny Depp liable of defaming each other. They found Heard defamed Depp in a 2018 Washington Post op-ed. Without naming Depp specifically, Heard wrote that she'd been the victim of domestic violence. The jury awarded Depp $15 million in damages, which the judge immediately reduced to just over 10 million. This means the jury found Heard's claims of abuse unconvincing. But the five male and two female jurors also found Depp had defamed Heard when Depp's lawyers called her claims a, quote, sexual violence hoax. It awarded her $2 million. Heard issued a statement saying the verdict left her heartbroken.
0: COVID cases appear to be plateauing in New York City. The percentage of tests coming back positive is coming down, and the seven-day average of hospitalizations has dropped about 15% over the last month. Most of the hospitalizations and deaths in the city are among the unvaccinated population.
1: Elon Musk is not on board with the work from home trend. According to the industry website Electric, Musk insisted in several emails that all Tesla employees work from the office a minimum of 40 hours a week or look for a job somewhere else. And Musk will have to personally approve any exceptions to this
0: policy. President Biden says the U.S. is sending medium-range advanced rockets to Ukraine with a significant caveat. They cannot be used to attack targets inside Russia. The weapons can hit a target 50 miles away and are intended to support the defensive regions in eastern Ukraine that have been under relentless attack. In an essay in The New York Times, Biden reiterated, quote, We do not seek a war between NATO and Russia.
1: If you like what you hear, give us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app. It helps people find the show. Coming up, we've got some great advice if you're looking to buy a home in this wild market from someone who's just been through it all. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. Webex enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Envoy, Tandem, and Miro. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. Webex, working for everyone. Kevin Spacey says he will travel to Britain to defend himself against sexual assault allegations. Last week, the Crown Prosecution Service authorized the charges, and the move means Spacey will avoid extradition. The actor is accused of four counts of sexual assault against three men. In a statement to ABC's Good Morning America, Spacey says he's confident he can prove his innocence.
0: A new study finds fingertip blood oxygen meters used in hospitals aren't as accurate when used on people with darker skin. Over a period of a year and a half, more than 1,200 COVID patients at Johns Hopkins had their oxygen levels tested with both a fingertip meter and a more accurate blood test. The results find fingertip readings were often more than 30% of the people with darker skin, which led to delayed treatment.
1: Ewan McGregor, who plays Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars prequels and the new show on Disney+, Plus, posted a video on social media last night admonishing people harassing his co-star, Moses Ingram, with hundreds of anti-black misogynist messages. We stand with Moses, we love Moses. And if you're sending her bullying messages, you're no Star Wars fan in my mind. There's no place for racism in this world. Elon Musk wants to take Tesla users to a futuristic version of Happy Days. He's filed plans with Los Angeles to build a 24-hour car hop diner complete with Tesla charging stations. It'll be reminiscent of old school diners and drive-ins, Musk said in a tweet. The 9,000 square foot facility on Santa Monica Boulevard will also have a drive-in movie theater and a rooftop bar. Mexican pizza is the pizza for you and me If you're obsessed with Taco Bell's Mexican pizza, like Doja Cat is, I have some bad news for you. The company says it's running out of Mexican pizza across the U.S. just two weeks after it returned to the menu. The demand for the item is seven times greater than expected, and they probably have Doja Cat's TikTok musical to thank for that. But Taco Bell says it hopes to fix the shortage by this fall. The last time we chatted with Insider's Laura Grace Tarpley, she was in the beginning stages of buying a home with her husband in Olympia, Washington. A few months and several offers later, Laura Grace has finally purchased a house and she's here to give us some pointers. Hey, Laura Grace. Hello. I'm here talking from my house. We moved in this weekend. It's very exciting. First off, congratulations. Tell us about your new house.
2: Thank you so much. It is uh, in Olympia, Washington. It's in a neighborhood we really like. It is one floor with four bedrooms and two bathrooms, which is more than I ever thought we would get. I am thrilled. Wow. Yeah. So it was listed for Mm $425,000. Well, we initially offered 460, and then we had an escalation clause where we went up to $501,750. And that is what we ended up paying because we had another person kind of in a bidding war with us. So we ended up having to go up to that. So the last time we chatted, we talked about how crazy this market
1: is right now and you experienced it firsthand. So what was this process like for you?
2: Yeah. So we toured probably 30 or 40 houses. Um, And yeah, it was a lot. It was every weekend for over two months. Just took over my life. Um, the house we got was attempt number six. There are other offers where we just got beat out. One person, you know, they they put in a hundred thousand dollars over asking. They want another, an, another one was an all cash offer. I couldn't compete with that. And then there were a couple that were, they were like, "You were so close. You were so close. You were our second choice." And I was like, "That does not make me feel better. That makes me feel worse." I mean, you write about this. Were you at all surprised by your emotional response to any part of this process? Yeah, I so I was very prepared mentally going in. I knew what we were going getting into and it was just so I was really surprised how emotionally drained I was. Mm-hmm. You just get emotionally attached to a house really fast. You can picture your whole life in it. So you saw over 40 houses, put in several
1: offers, and quickly realized you needed to make some changes to make your offers look more attractive to sellers. So you dropped some contingencies. What
2: were they and why were you willing to lose them? Absolutely. So um, this is not the case everywhere, but where I live, it's all but guaranteed that if you do not waive your inspection contingency, you're not going to get the home. And the inspection contingency is something that after you make an offer, you can have the inspection done. And if it comes back with major, major problems, you can back out and legally you don't lose any money that you've already put down. Um, So we waived that, but I will say we did have a pre-offer inspection where um, we just paid a few hundred dollars for someone to come do that for us. Tell us a little bit more
1: about things you were willing to spend on or money you were kind of just willing to lose.
2: A big thing here is that because everyone is offering ten to fifteen percent above asking, um, sellers are nervous that the home won't appraise for as much as you offer. So, if a home is four hundred thousand dollars, you, when you're offered four hundred fifty thousand dollars, they're afraid it's, it's not going to appraise for that much. And you do not, you as the buyer, do not get approved for a mortgage for more than a house appraises for. Um, And so that's very risky. So to mitigate that risk for the seller, we said, Hey, we have extra money in cash. We are willing to bring if the house appraises low so that this deal does not fall through and like no one loses money. So when we last spoke, I told you I'm considering
1: buying my first house here in Austin. Do you have any last minute advice for someone like me still thinking about buying their first
2: home? Yeah. I would say, you know, don't do anything you're just not comfortable with. You might not get that house because of it, but you will probably get a house eventually. And that'll be the right one. But our realtor kept saying, you know, like you will find the house that is right for you. And I really do feel that way because now that we've had time to look back, we can see why some of those houses like had problems with every difficult letdown, you know, just know that it, there's a good chance it's going to get better. Laura Grace, thanks
1: for chatting as always. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Laura Grace Tarpley is a personal finance editor at Insider and a certified educator in personal finance.
0: Be sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on your favorite podcast apps, or better yet, go to insider.com slash The Refresh to use our custom designed player. We also want to hear from you. Reach us at TheRefresh at Insider.com. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for listening to The Refresh from Insider.